The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Tennessee, Virginia, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey and New York from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne. Northeast of England, and joining us, uh, venerable co-host from Bingham in Nottinghamshire, Wallet hey. two for two, Mr. Barry <laughs> Penaluna. Baz, how you doing? Evening, all good. How are you? Yep. I mean, what do you want to touch on? I mean, we've got some football to talk about because we've, we've had a game this afternoon. Firstly, yeah, though, no, let's not start yeah. there. Are we going to, are we going to address the new setup here? The uh, professional recording studio that I'm coming to you from. I've done 200 MLB shows, no problem. No one cares that I'm sitting on my sofa with my blankets and my cup of tea and all that malarkey. I've done two shows here and I've got people complaining about my slovenly posture, the fact that that throw on the back of the sofa wasn't tidy. So I've gone all out, Baz. I mean, yeah, for the listeners, look, have a look. If I mean, any listeners who are listening to this as a podcast and not watching the live stream. I mean, do you want to describe it, Baz? I mean, you go for it, because it's the first time you've clapped eyes on this setup. So, yeah, we did get some feedback from from some of the listeners. <laughs> well, some of the, the watchers on the uh, Twitter feed um, were complaining about Malcolm's scruffy uh, setup, and, and he's particularly the throw behind you was just... <laughs> up and, uh, so, shout out to Simon for that feedback. Malcolm's took it on board, and he's now got his wall chart behind him. Yeah, He's got a Kevin Keegan England shirt, signed England shirt behind him as well. If you're not watching it, uh, it's great. It says um, to Malcolm, best wishes, Kevin Keegan. Me wall chart. I filled in the first score there. Qatar nil Ecuador two. I've put a sticker over the uh, brand name, and I've put a sticker over that picture of a pint of lager down there because we can't have a, any lager going on. So yeah, <laughs> I've sort I've sorted it out, Baz. I've sorted. I've got me. I've got the daughter's ring light. You know, do you have a ring light in your house? I've got what like that. Oh yeah, like that. But my, better. All right, okay. I thought it, I thought it was quite fancy. Um, okay, let's. Uh, so yeah, football first before we um, do other bits. Um, Qatar and Ecuador. Qatar and Ecuador two this afternoon. We finally got a, a look at sort of what the game looked and sounded like. It looked like football, didn't it, once it got going? Well, like, I'd say, yeah, uh, I'd seen you, you you tweeted out, didn't you? This, it looks like football. And to be fair, it, to me, it, it felt like the start of a World Cup as well. It did, yeah, it uh, did. I had that feel about it. Um, and it was all right, wasn't it? Qatar were pretty rubbish. Um, but yeah. certainly, you know, for those who, who listened in to our last show where we previewed this game and, and the games for tomorrow... I think we gave a pretty good steer, didn't we? We, we didn't expect Qatar to do much. Uh, you know, we were looking at things like the Ecuador clean sheet or both teams not, you know, both teams to score no. Um, and I think both of us were, were strongly on the side of Ecuador at, at plus money. Um, so there was plenty there for people to get their, their teeth into. Um, and for me, yeah. a solid, solid start, really. 
Yeah, I think we, we handicapped it really well. I think anyone who listened to the um, to the preview of that game would have struggled to go far wrong, really. I think I got a little bit cute with my pick going under one and a half because the, the handicap fell into lots of different categories, a lot of which you took. So um, Ecuador to win, we both had Ecuador to win, but uh, Qatar not to score both teams, not to score things like that. Qatar looked really, really poor. The keeper struggled. He was either very, very nervous or very, very bad or probably a combo of both. Um, and then obviously the, the odd thing was there was those weird rumours and sort of the 36 hours leading up to the game about the players being bribed and all this. And then you get the mad VAR after five minutes and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, oh. what's going on? Yeah, Because I'm still not sure what's happened. I've seen the that photo, was- of the, yeah. of the, that graphic of the bloke's leg, but I don't know at what point he's offside. The, the keeper comes. I, mean, I watched it back at half time. I, I watched it and I rewound it and again and again. And again, and I just sat, watched it for about five minutes and thought, I still haven't really got a clue what you're trying to say yeah. has happened here. But the, I mean, the funniest thing about it was straight away on social media, everyone's like, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone's calling a fix straight away. And I think that's, that's <laughs> going to continue throughout this tournament. Everyone just thinks everything about this tournament is dodgy. And five minutes in, we all had our opportunity to say, come on, what's all this about? Um, it, was, uh, it was the last thing they needed, really. They, they really could have done with it without without a controversial first five minutes. Like yeah. <laughs> the bit the VAR was thinking, oh for God's sake, give us a break. They just needed nothing to happen. Like um, so, I was a bit, I was surprised at how bad Qatar were. I didn't expect them to pull up any trees, but what I did expect them was to be a little bit more organised and maybe hard yeah. to break down. We've talked about these dower teams, so um, and kind of this is one of the reasons where we said about if you're a £20 better, better tenner, you know, better half stakes, because I'm now suddenly worried. We've already handicapped Monday's games. I've got Tuesday's games ready to go. And you're looking at teams like Saudi Arabia that we're going to get onto that I think will be hard to break down and tough. But Qatar didn't show that today. So now I'm kind of already second-guessing myself. So maybe after tomorrow, we've got to, we'll have a full slate of similar games that England v Iran uh, top team against the team who are expected to be a little bit dour and shaky is it going to be uh, we, we handicapped that as a kind of low score in England get it done eventually kind of thing the same way we did with Ecuador but it didn't pan out like that at all so um, maybe by the time we've got these first four games and then certainly the next four um, four Tuesday the games we're going to handicap tonight in the book we can start looking at trends then and if we have to pivot from sort of under two and a half so if we start going overs and both teams to score and then we can get the pivot. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it. Like that's the, the first thing. I mean, after 25 minutes, I felt like I was sitting watching a World Cup. It didn't yeah. look or sound weird. Um, the empty stadium after about an hour, big swathes of the stadium. I didn't get that. I don't know who'd gone or like the, the Qatar fans just gone because they were getting beat. But it did. And it looks horrible as well. Like yeah, it was weird, wasn't it? I, I don't know what they were expecting from that game, but um. As I say, very, very strange. I them doubt. I think one other observation, uh, one thing we, we both picked up on was the cards, and we'll be interested yes. to see how that goes over the next couple of days. I mean, yeah, four in the first half, and other than the one for the penalty, they weren't. There was nothing nasty about them, but he was quick to get the cards out. I think it was six in total, four in the first half. So it will be uh, something to keep an eye on. See how uh, 
how frivolous they are with those cards over the next yeah, year. Yeah, that might, that might just be an individual thing rather than a sort of a missive to all the officials. I wrote the bloke's name down, Italian fella, Daniel something. Um, but I'll be watching for him next time out because he did... Um, he, he, the first 10 minutes, he seemed quite staid, like, and then all of a sudden, yeah, once he flashed one, you sort of set a precedent. Um, but it, yeah, it was a good start for my Qatar lowest scoring team bet at 12 to 1 because they don't look like they're going to get a bag full. Like, that's one game down. Um, they, had a so, couple yeah, moments, that, they? they had a couple of good good crosses into the box, yeah. flashed ahead of wide, and had that, that ball over the top late on, didn't they, where he took, had a good strike at it, it went just over the ball. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that Buddy Holly from that, the edge of the box. Had me sweating a couple of times there on the uh, Ecuador clean sheet, but in the end, it's, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we kind of had we had, we handicapped that really well, but so that was a, a promising start. And then uh, by this time tomorrow, we'll know a damn sight more about a lot of things, including England, which is the one o'clock game tomorrow. Um, uh, right then, so before we get into the games for Tuesday, um, I think it's a time for our lifestyle segment, but um, first thing I need to ask you, have you barbecued anything yet? Because if you haven't. Yes. Yeah. What's all oh, right? Okay, because the what's Barry barbecue section of the show was going to oh. start to run a bit dry, Baz. So what have you done? I was doing a roast dinner today, um, okay. and, and obviously this came straight in my mind. If I ever do a roast dinner, um, the meat always comes better off the barbecue. So it was a roast uh, sirloin of beef joint today. Oh, oh, oh beautiful! There, um, and all the trimmings. I mean, I didn't prepare all of the meal, but I I lit the barbecue cooked the meat and took all of the credit whilst <laughs> Ellen, Ellen did everything else pretty much. Yeah, That's but I, all good. Man, so... On another note, on a, yes. on a food note, we've had some feedback from one of our uh, listeners, Carl, uh, who's, who isn't a gambler, but he's enjoying the show. <laughs> one of the big tips he has taken from us is your uh, diet <laughs> tip. Uh, he sent me a photo of all these vegetables and tinned fish. Yes. All over that. So he says he's in it. He's keeping listening. He wants more healthy food tips from you. So Tinned fish. The, the listeners are after all sorts. It's not just about the gambling. The uh, the healthy eating tips are, are also going down well with the listeners. Well, I've got mine ready to go, the tinned fish, tomorrow. I've got some mackerel and I've got some sardines. However, I've got less leftover roast dinner and all, so I'm going to have to use my leftovers. I've got a gammon, half a gammon there. So I'll have to eat the gammon and then maybe get stuck into the tinned fish um, on Wednesday. However, Baz, there's been a great development here over the weekend. And this is one of the great domestic mistakes that you can make. It's my second favourite. And I'll tell you what's happened, Baz. Um, we've got two milks on the go. That's brilliant, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Top class. Second only to when you've got two margarines on the go. That's my all-time favourite. Because you know one knows what to do, do they, in that situation? What we, two someone's milks on the go happens yeah. all the time, yeah. And the reason... Oh, does it? Well, I'm not fussy about news-by dates and all that sort of thing. If the milk smells yeah. good, it's good. But mm-hmm. the second it gets the the use by date, uh, it turns into a new one, and I'm too. As you say, I'm a bit of a tight man. Um, that was so you're on the old one, episode. and the family are on the, the fresh one. one. It smells fine, doesn't it? There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not not wasting good milk. Not having it. I might uh, tweet out a photo of the two milks if I get time. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, also, I need to watch. So we've done two shows, Baz. We picked some stuff. Um, we did a lot of futures. Um, Simmers got in touch um, and sent me a photo of you know when some sends you a photo of the bet and it's like too big to fit on your phone screen <laughs> now in any of those 
episodes that we've done, Baz, do you remember like giving out nine team accumulators, etc.? No, nothing like that. No. So I get it. So I've, I've followed all your picks, lads. This is what I've put on. And he's just parlayed everything like, like proper hashtag DJ's only manoeuvre. He's just sort of like, and then putting us on the hook that if they don't all win. But I can't remember sending out like nine team accumulators, but uh, Simmons has got I stuck think, in anyway. Yeah. The idea is you, you listen to us and you pick the bits you like and you ignore the stuff you think's absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pick them all and put them all in. Um, I can show you. <laughs> I didn't poly all of mine up like. In a massive acker. Uh, so, yeah, that covers the. Uh, I enjoy the lifestyle section, Buzz. It's, uh, it's right up there. Um, we're going to make some picks now. Uh, lines will be coming from our title sponsor on the World Cup Gambling Podcast, um, which is the win. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bringing the excitement to win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with win rewards on win bet. The win bet happy hours every Thursday from five to six Eastern time. Um, the win bet win our marquee games of the week. We'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Loads of promos, odds uh, happening right now at WinBet. Boosted same game parlays, in-game odds, every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. Loads to choose from. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where pay through winbet is available. If you were someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you are listening to this after the live event and you want to uh, get stuck in, we're going to try and keep it uh, consistent so we're not sort of surprising anyone. We're going to try and go at sort of 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock over here, UK time, which is what, 5 p.m. Eastern, um, every night as much as humanly possible. I know um, maybe as we get to the weekend, things will change. And Baz, I think you're having a couple of days away um, at the weekend as well. So we'll uh, we'll keep you posted as well. But if you want to try and set you and know what you're doing, plan plan your plans, then um, this time is going to be our, our regular time to go. Um, we're going to start to... Tuesday is the first um, full slate, the first four-game slate. Um, obviously, today uh, was game one that was moved. I mean, there's only three games on Monday. So we kick off at 10 in the morning, um, which is what time did we decide? Eastern 5. Yeah, 5 a.m. Eastern. So we get up nice and early. Um, and it's Argentina against Saudi Arabia. We have odds of Argentina are one to six favourites, uh, minus 625. The draw is six to one. Saudi Arabia are 14 to one. Um, Argentina come into this uh, second favourites behind Brazil and with good reason, really. They've actually they've got the monkey off the back um, in terms of winning something. They, they managed to get over the line Um in the uh, in the south in the South American Championship, um, qualified behind Brazil. Brazil ran away. In fact, both teams ran away with the group. It was a long way back to Uruguay in third. But Brazil topped the group. Argentina weren't far behind them. Lionel Messi's last tournament, um, obviously, being mentioned a lot. So, in terms of recent form, um, the last four friendlies have all been really similar opposition, weak opposition, in all honesty. Um, only last week, the UAE to beat 4-0, but then you've got Jamaica 3-0, Honduras 3-0, Estonia 5-0. So they're beating teams comfortably, but they're teams that they should be 
beaten. They've kept a clean sheet in seven of the last eight games. Um, and they've covered the spread in six of those as well. So six of eight, they've covered the minus one and a half spread. However, that's a price of um, minus 180 here. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit too short for me to take. Obviously, in light of the opposition. Now, we've seen one bad team this afternoon in Qatar. Uh, Saudi Arabia, I expect to be a little bit better. They come from a better qualifying section. They get to play the likes of Japan and Australia um, rather than teams that Qatar would put up against Iraq and Bahrain and teams like that. Um, Saudi's recent form, Croatia, they lost 1-0. Not a bad performance. Um, they beat Iceland 1-0. Um, they've got a one-all with Panama. There's a lot of um, low-scoring games in here. The, the games I picked out from this year kind of similar comps to Argentina in terms of South American opposition are um, a 1-0 defeat to Colombia, a 1-0 defeat to Venezuela and a 0-0 draw with Ecuador. Obviously, we saw Ecuador today and Ecuador looked okay. So, I think Argentina are one goal better than those three teams. Um, but, I, until until we see a bit of a bigger sample, Buzz, um, I was still leaning towards a lot of these games being slow burners. Obviously, it's sort of backfired today with Ecuador getting off to that hot start. I think here Argentina can get in front, but possibly not go nuts. Um, I've got them down as a 2-0 two, two winners here, and the bet's going to be the under two and a half. I don't see Saudi scoring, um, in which case Argentina had to score all three by themselves. It's perfectly plausible, but I think they could get themselves in front. And then a little bit like Ecuador did today, just manage the game. They won't, they won't need to go wild. It's... Um, it's going to be early. This is going to be the hottest part of the day. It's the first time we've seen one of these kickoffs. So I just think they can get in front and just chill out. So the under two and a half is a price of six to five uh, plus 120. Uh, Baz, what you got? Yeah, so unders, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. I've, I've gone a different way. I mean, did, have you seen Saudi's record on the unders? 19 games in a row have gone under 2.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just re- like reeled off eight of them. But you're right, they're all... They're all zeros and ones. It's a binary code of yeah, results. It is, yeah. So, so that's in 19 in a row. And I, I, as you say, Argentina are in good form. They're a good side. I expect them to win, and I think I think they'll win reasonably comfortably, as you say. But I looked at the handicap for Argentina, and you were really you were having to go to minus 2.5 yeah. to get any kind of price, and I, I didn't like that. I don't fancy pushing them to, to, to win by three. Even to Argentina to score three or more, was slightly odds against, uh, and again the sort of Saudi Arabian record just put me off those a little bit. Uh, but like you, I don't see Saudi Arabia scoring. Uh, they failed to score in six of the last ten, uh, and it seems to be any time they come up against a half decent side, they do struggle to score. So like the USA, Croatia, Ecuador, Colombia, um, those sort of teams that come up against, they, they, they can't get a goal. Um, so I think Argentina's going to be far too hard for them. Um, and I have took a bit of a shorter price, but I'm taking Argentina to win to nil uh, at eight to thirteen. So that covers the situation where Argentina might go off and hit a three or four nil. Um, so I'm really backing on uh, the Argentina clean sheet, but doubling it up with the the Argentina win just to push it a little bit uh, to eight to thirteen. Argentina win to nil. Yeah, that's fair enough. But like you say, I found um, this hand. I really enjoyed handicapping yesterday's games, Baz, when we did episode three for the Monday game. Um, Today, it was a bit of a head-scratcher. Like I, I, I was sat down for quite a while uh, while I was watching the, that Qatar-Ecuador game. Um, yeah, and it was... Um, I was I was struggling a little bit. I'm just trying to find uh, a price on something. So, yeah, minus 160 
uh, is the money line price um, for that Argentina to win to nil. So, yeah, um, yeah, nothing wrong with that, Baz. Here, winners a winner. Some of these games you might just have to keep chipping away. It's another. It's a possible parlay piece as well. Um, if you want him, you want to get these uh, all four of these stuck into something. Um, it's a possible accumulated piece if there's something else at a similar price um, that you find. Uh, game number two, one o'clock kickoff, which is. 8 a.m.? Oh, yeah, add three hours. Uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time, uh, one o'clock over here. And this is Denmark against Tunisia. Uh, Denmark are 1.45, which is 9 to 20 or minus 222. The draw's at 3 to 1. Tunisia 13 to 2 plus 650. Uh, bars lead us off Denmark v Tunisia. Yeah, so I started this one looking at Tunisia uh, and their form. Um, we either don't concede a lot of goals. Um, I think we've got eight clean sheets in the last nine. So you take away a 5-1 defeat to Brazil uh, and they've kept a, a lot of clean sheets in recent times. But then you dig into it and you look at the teams they're playing uh, and you're looking at clean sheets against Botswana, Comoros, Equatorial Guinea, Mali. Um, just some really, really poor teams. And I've just... I put a lot more weight on the uh, the form of these European teams who've, who've sort of most recently been playing in the Nations League, much more competitive fixtures against competitive sides because they're all in, in sort of well-matched groups. Um, so I sort of, although Tunisia have got that, that good defensive record, I sort of moved on to, to Denmark and, and they're scoring plenty of goals. They've been shut out once in the last eight. Uh, that was against Croatia. Um, but they are scoring goals in the games. Um, they're a good side. I think they're into the top 10 in the world rankings now, Denmark. They made it to the semi-finals in the Euros. Um, and they're a solid side. I think they'll they'll get past um, Tunisia today. Um, I see it today. In two days, Tuesday. Uh, so as I say, I, I give a bit more uh, weight to, to Denmark's form where they had some really good results. They scored two or more in six of the last eight games. Put two past France, four past Netherlands, three past Serbia, I think it was. Uh, so the bet for me was Denmark to score two or more, um, and that was at eight to 11. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, so again, I agree with much of what you said, really. Denmark have been this sexy pick. A lot of um, a lot of shooters run there. Denmark and Uruguay are the two teams that have been mentioned a lot. And the Danish have been gaining a lot of traction due to um, what's happened to France, effectively. France, everyone's got injured for France. We're going to touch on France uh, in a few minutes' time. But Denmark have um, have tightened up and they've got that recent form against France as well. The form's actually up and down. It, it, the form line is one lost, one lost, one, one lost, lost. So you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, all I took from that is that they don't draw any games. So you're going to put a line through that... Um, They've only failed to score. I got once in the last 10. You had once in the last eight. There's, there's no real patterns with both teams to score or over or unders. Um, the two wins versus France, really positive. A lot of people have pinpointed them and talked about them. They have lost to Croatia, the Dutch and Scotland before that. And that just tells me that they're not quite top class. And we kind of know this, the perennial kind of quarter finalists. Um, it's Again, it, it hinges on Tunisia and what you expect. Well, I wrote the article, the, the Group C article for um, the sportsgamblingpodcast.com and Tunisia are just up there with the most boring teams. Like They lost 500 Brazil last time out 
Um, that's really the only other form they've got against decent opposition. You said African qualifying and um, AFCON qualifying as well. They fell into a pattern of nil-nil draws or one-nil wins or defeats against varying levels of African opposition. Um, hard to pin this one down. I've gone for Baz. Um, half-time draw at plus 120. I'm still going with the slow burner. If it's going to kill me, I'm going to get one over the line. Um, Tunisia are a really, really defensive, negative dower. They'll be happy with a draw here. Um, their cup final is going to be the Saudi Arabia game. Um, if they can keep themselves in the tournament with a draw, they're not going to play to win. Um, they've got the, the forward line's agent, Wabi Kazri, if you remember, ex-Sundan player, he's about 51. Um, so I think Denmark will get there eventually. Christian Eriksen uh, will do something. Might be a set piece, but yeah, a slow start, half-time draw. That's at a price of plus 120, which is five to four. Um, before we move on to game number three, go on, Baz. Just to correct you, Tunisia don't play Saudi Arabia. So if that's the cup final, they might be waiting. Oh, uh, yeah, OK. You're right, like. Uh, the Australia game is Australia the big game. Australia is, yeah. It's because we've gone out, we've gone, um, I nearly said ornithological then, but it's got nothing to do with Bill Oddie, has it? Or birds. Um, chronological is the word I'm looking for. We've gone chronological rather than a group order, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Australia is the game. You're right to correct me there, Baz. Um I'm going to tell you about the SGP and merch store. Uh, perfect place to get your holiday shopping. I'm rocking my SGP uh, hoodie here. Beautiful. Uh, nice bit of kit. Um, compliments me very well. Um, the SGP and gear, the perfect stocking stuffer for the DJ in your life. Um, from now until Thanksgiving, which I think is Thursday this week, you get 10% off if you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. That's Sports Gambling Podcast. Sorry, store.com sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code Dallas sucks uh, Dallas had did with me and we said on the first show about that our NFL pot had gone dry um, I've gone three for three tonight because we haven't talked about it we haven't had a team bet um, I went three for three I've parlayed Washington with New Orleans on the money line they both won and I took Carolina with a 12 and a half point handicap I've gone three for three um, have you had a go tonight? Good effort no, I've been a bit distracted tonight trying to do a bit of a uh... Research for this, to be honest with you. So I've had it oh, on. Okay. I've been watching a bit of NFL, um, but I haven't had uh, had a go tonight now. Um, right, next. Um, four o'clock, so 11 a.m. Eastern time, kickoff Mexico against Poland. This is in Group C, the same group as Argentina and Saudi Arabia. We've got, it's a, it's a match on the books. Both teams are nine to four, um, plus 180. Nine to five, sorry, plus 180 to get the win. Uh, the draw is a two to one. Probably the tightest game that we've handicapped so far. Um, Mexico made hard work of qualifying. They, they were tra traditionally eased past that group because there wasn't an awful lot of opposition. But um, is that North American qualifying has got a little bit better? Uh, Mexico have just dropped off a little bit. They actually finished second behind Canada. Uh, the only one eight of the 14 games, although it was it was a competitive section, scored 17 goals in those 14, conceded eight. Uh, missing Raul Jimenez, and I think they're going to struggle for goals here. On the preview shows, I was really low on Mexico. These were one of my absolute feeds, so I'm going to have to stick with that um, here for game one until I see something different for them. Um, if they go out and play well on Tuesday, uh, then we can call an audible and go another direction. Um, Poland... Similar to Denmark, they're just below top class. They're not in the same bracket as 
Germany, Spain, Belgium, etc. Um, they beat teams around them, which cemented uh, beat Chile one nil recently. They beat Wales one nil recently, but then they've lost two nil to the Netherlands, one um, nil to Belgium, and that precisely gives you the level that they're at. Um, they had a good win against Sweden in the playoffs to get here. Sweden are a competitive team. In terms of trends, they've had four games in a row that are under two and a half goals. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm out on Mexico, so I really left myself no choice but to take Poland to win this one. I think Poland have got better players if you look down the squad. And ultimately, I think they've got a bigger goal threat. Obviously, Lewandowski being the main man up there. So I've got Poland here to win the game at a price of nine to five, which is plus 180. And I've got another little fun punt to throw out here, Baz. Um, I'm going to dip into the yellow card market with a player, uh, Gregor Krakowiak. Uh, had three yellows in his last four and a half appearances and is plus 275. So he's a price of seven to four to get a booking. Um, you've already mentioned the uh, the referee in that first game today was hiding the yellow cards about. So Gregor Krakowiak to do something, Raj, pick up a yellow card at seven to four in that one for me, Baz. Uh, so I've got a couple of players there, Mexico v Poland. I like it. I like it, but it's something a bit different. I think yep. as the tournament goes on, I'll definitely be looking more at things like the card markets, corners, yep. something a little bit more niche. Uh, whereas at the minute, I think we're approaching them a little bit more tentatively. So it's nice to see you taking a little bit more of a uh, an out there punt on on that. So I'll have a look at that one. Um, same as you, I, I think I don't fancy Mexico much. Uh, I can see this being a a bit of a cagey affair. Neither team wants to lose this one with Argentina strong favourites for the group. Um, it, it's a game where both of them won't be wanting to lose first and foremost. Um, as you say, I, I also looked at the Mexico unders. I think 10 of the last 14 have gone under and the four that didn't, the four that went over were, were bang on three goals. So there's never, never tons of goals in their games. But the unders was just too short. One to two for under 2.5. Um, just a little bit too short for me that um, I do think it'll be low scoring um, and I've also got a, a as you see the, the, the close in the market I've got a slight preference for Poland and I've not been quite as ambitious as you uh, mm. backing them on the money line I've took them on the draw no bet market so money back on a draw uh, and Poland on, on draw no bet is, is just short of even money at 10 to 11 Okay, um, so Baz, a bit of a cop out. That's all right. Take your push. Um, I just have a look at the lines actually, and there's been a little bit of line movement against Poland since I handicapped this two or three hours ago. Um, out of fifteen to eight now, Mexico have stayed the same price. Oh, sorry, Mexico won seven to four, so a fraction there. Um, so fifteen to eight plus one eighty seven. So a little bit of a little bit of a bigger price there on the polls, which I'm still happy to take. Um, I haven't seen any news that would um would warrant that. Maybe there's some public money coming in. Uh, on Mexico somewhere. Um, game four then, for Tuesday, is the second Group D fixture uh, of the day, and it is France against Australia. 7pm kickoff, uh, 2pm Eastern time over there. You should all be uh, finishing your tin fish, uh, just ready to get stuck into this one. Prices are oh, France, um, 130 on, uh, minus 333, um, 1.33. Um, decimal draw is at 92 plus 450 Australia are um, nine and a half to one plus 950 uh, plus 1050 sorry um, Baz France against Australia another another heavy price favourite are you are you going to give us a shock here with the Socceroos getting over the line 
No, I'm a bit like you in Mexico. I'm totally out on, on Australia. Um, I mean, France, they've had a terrible preparation, haven't they? Not only has their form been pretty poor uh, in the in the Nations League, they've, they've had a terrible time. They're also dropping like flies with injuries, aren't they? So the latest news yesterday was that Benzema is now out of the tournament, which is a massive blow for them. Um uh, and, a, and a blow for the tournament, really. I think a, a lot of us would like to see Benzema involved. Ballon d'Or winner, um, missing from the World Cup, it isn't isn't great. Um, so as I say, recent times they only won one of the last six, um, losing games to Denmark, Croatia, uh, Denmark twice, um, struggled to get past Austria, um, and a draw against Croatia as well. So they're, they're not in good form. Um, Benzema has won. Without Kante, Pogba, Kimpembe and Kunku, um, the list goes on. They're missing a lot of important players for them. So uh, they, they have got a strong squad and they're still up there amongst all the favourites for, for a good reason. Um, and despite the sort of turmoil they find themselves in, I know a few people had seen on the Discord chat yesterday saying, is it going to be France who are the team to implode, uh, given how, how bad their preparation's been? Um Maybe, but I don't think they'll implode in this game. Um, Denmark, Tunisia might might pose more problems for them than the Australians. I mean, Australia have scraped their way into this tournament. They they had a you know they scraped into the playoffs uh, in a group that contained Saudi, Japan, uh, Oman, China, Vietnam. You know, really poor group, and they, and they scraped into third place there. Only just pipping. I think I think it was Oman came. Uh, Fourth, just a point behind them, um, yeah. and then into the into the playoffs, a two-one win against the United Arab Emirates, uh, and then they, re- they needed penalties to to get here um, against Peru in the, in the playoff finals. And I just the caliber of opposition they've been playing and the hard work they've made of it shows me I think they're going to struggle in this group. Um, so despite France's poor form um, and the injury crisis, I'm back in France in this one. I think they'll do it fairly comfortably. Uh, and I've gone for France to win on the handicap, minus 1.5 at 10 to 11. So I have France to win this game by two or more, 10 to 11. Okay. So, yeah, France on the handicap. I mean, my notes pretty much, Baz, have echoed everything you've said here. The injuries are a problem. And I've got France um, on my wall chart here to uh, make, the, make the final book. Um, that was more of a heart over a head thing. And lo- looking at it now, you, there's a slight concern. However, the other sort of team you can get, they have lost Benzema, but they're, they're not short of attacking options either. Olivier Giroud always does well in the French year. You've obviously got Mbappe and Griezmann still kicking around there. So sorry, they're going to be trotting out um, sort of a really low quality second or third string um, striker. You're right, they don't need much encouragement to down tools to the They're a lazy race, we know this. Um, if they don't fancy it, this could unravel pretty quickly. We pinned Portugal um, as our um, catastrophe team, but France um, are very much candidates for that. Um, form isn't good. The two defeats of Denmark that no one will shut up about. Um, they've had five games in a row that have finished under two and a half goals. However, I thought that was an absolute key start. You might see uh, where this one's going now. Um, and Australia just struggled in qualifying. They've, they've played nobody decent. I think the best... Teams, the best double you can find are Japan, where they lost 2-0, and then Saudis, uh, where they lost 1-0. 
They're going to struggle to score. You go down that squad list. They haven't got that quality. They haven't got a Tim Cahill, that, those sort of players, um, even um, Mila Yedinak, uh, players like that, who would who would carry them through the goal, goalkeepers. They always have kind of a top-class goalkeeper as well. They, they don't have that anymore. Um, so with Australia, not scoring many. With France, uh, five in a row, under two and a half. And a lot of injuries as well. I agree with you. France are going to... Um, are going to win, but the under two and a half goals for me uh, at 11 to 10. I feel like I've taken that. I've taken that three times tonight, under two and a half. Oh no, I went half time draw in the Denmark game, yeah. So that's another under. Um, like I say, if uh, if these all keep um, going over, then I might just have to adjust my thinking. But that's at a price of 11 to 10 plus 110. Um, I think France probably 2 0. Um, and that'll get that'll get we'll everyone over the winning line. So yeah, yeah, a little bit of something for everyone. So, um, and that buzz is all four games uh, done and dusted. Anything else you need to tell the people about? No, not really. I mean, I'd echo what you said. It was definitely a bit tougher um, looking at these ones um, compared to our last episode. Looking at days one and two, uh, I felt I had a pretty strong opinions, um, and I'm a little bit more tentative about these ones, but. Um, you know, happy with what we've got. Um, you know, we got off to a good start today with today's picks. Um, so, yeah, let's see what tomorrow brings. Looking forward to a full day of it. Um, let's see what England offer. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we'll be back on here tomorrow night around the same time. Um, yeah. With a lot more to talk about. We'll have sort of four games to go over. Um, and then we'll be, of course, reviewing Wednesday's action as well whilst we're here tomorrow night. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'll um, I'll direct you to the usual places. The Discord channel's been good fun today. Uh, lots of good chat in there. Loads of people posting their wins and losses and uh, just general chat in there. So if you want to get involved with a bit of a, the football community, the soccer community, um, discordgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Um, in fact, any other sport you want to chat about as well, the NFL chat as well, lively tonight. Um, so get yourself across to there. The website's sportgamblingpodcast.com. And if you download the app, um, like, rate, review in all the places. Um, the support we've had has been brilliant so far. So I know Ming and Baz are really de- absolutely more than delighted, like blown away with um, with how much support we've had. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, the sort of like getting past the fun chat of the first three episodes actually getting into the games was kind of the nervous bit now um, because as much as we've had a good time there's no substitute for picking one or two winners so hopefully things can go uh, our way tomorrow I'll echo uh, what Baz says there but yeah thanks very much for uh, for getting in touch as the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast community always do um, Baz uh, thank you very much what are you doing now couple of hours NFL or I don't know you've got a glass of red wine yeah. on the go there I've got a glass of wine here. It's a Sunday night thing. Sit and watch the NFL with a bit of wine. So this is uh, interrupting that a little bit, but I'll get back to that. Sit and see how uh, how my fantasy football's doing and the likes. And uh, watching yeah, the I've got I've got a can of inches cider. Other ciders are available in the fridge, which I might just crack out. It's been in there for months, like. Um, but I feel like I feel like I've broken up for my holidays, like because. Um, I'm just going to sit and watch the telly now for a month. I've got a couple of Friday, Saturday casino jobs out. Um, but apart from that, I'm not doing anything. So I've got that proper school holiday feeling. So that's it, like almost like an airport beer. I feel like I'm flying off, but I'm not. I'm just flying off to the corner of the sofa for a month. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I've got work over the next few days, which will uh, 
Which will impact me a little bit, but you know, we've got we've got highlight shows on an evening. I'll be home in time for the uh, the later games. Uh, and we've blocked out a bit of the calendar to make sure I can keep an eye on the England game tomorrow as well. So You've got to turn the cogs of industry, Buzz. You're a good man. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, same time tomorrow. Um, until further notice, we'll keep you informed of our movements. Uh, good luck with your bets. Enjoy the match. Um, enjoy England if you're supporting England and Wales, of course, tomorrow. And, of course, the USA. We've got a... It's pretty much a... 95% of our listeners uh, will have, we'll have a team going tomorrow. So enjoy all of that. Good luck with your punts. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.